Welcome to the Second Mom's Circle. I'm Dawn Baggett, your host, and as an adoptive mom myself and a post-adoption mom coach, I want you to feel welcome here as this is a safe space for you, adoptive moms who are maybe finding yourself in the gap. What is the gap? Well, the gap is something that I identified not only in my own life and my own family, but also in many, many others. And it happens that as adoptive moms, we often find ourselves in a gap with inadequate or even almost non-existent support and ineffective support in our roles as adoptive mom. It kind of feels like the rug is just pulled out from under you sometimes. So if that's something that you can relate to, let's dive in. Wouldn't you agree that parenting is sometimes hard work? How about when the dynamics of family life change? With the addition of adopted children or stepchildren, that happens. And in my experience as an adoptive mom, it can be difficult to navigate through conflicting advice, unreasonable expectations, and ever-evolving relationships in a bustling household. Roles and responsibilities that are not clearly defined can make for increased conflicts. Ask me how I know. I've learned that when we learn to better manage expectations, ours first, then those of others, while also allowing ourselves grace to do our best within these changing circumstances, we can steer our way through with much less distress. One big key to managing expectations is determining our roles and responsibilities as parents. We are each unique as individuals, with different backgrounds and in the way we parent. With the addition of new family members, the entire makeup of the family can change. Our roles and responsibilities can become muddled and confused and assumptions can fall apart. So as moms, it's important for us to come together with our husbands and discuss what roles we both feel comfortable taking on This can help to clear up any confusion about who is responsible for what tasks when it comes to caring for our children and household. Having this discussion may also help us identify areas where we have overlapping roles and responsibilities or might need additional support from one another or outside. If you're a single mom, you still need to have a heart-to-heart with anyone else who's a primary caregiver for your child or children. It can be necessary to clarify these for older children or extended family too. And it's not a one and done conversation either. Do you regularly reassess your own expectations and those of others involved in your family dynamic? Is that something you or they would be willing to do? When dealing with changing family dynamics, whether due to divorce, adoption, or remarriage, it's important to monitor what reasonable expectations look like in light of the current circumstances. For example, it may not be reasonable for us to assume that our children will get along well 
or that they will instantly accept their new siblings or parents into their lives. Similarly, it may not be reasonable for us to assume that we should have all the answers about how to best parent them without seeking out additional support and resources. Even seemingly small matters can become overgrown points of conflict if not dealt with promptly. Reasonable expectations should take into account all aspects of the situation at hand and should evolve as new information arises. Differences in personality, ages, and stages can mean that expectations won't be the same from child to child or time to time. Are you practicing self-compassion? Self-compassionate parenting techniques focus on treating yourself kindly instead of harshly after making an error or feeling overwhelmed by a situation involving your child or your children. We all make mistakes as parents, but engaging in self-criticism does little more than add stress on top of already difficult scenarios, which can lead to burnout down the line if not addressed properly early on. This is different than self-reflection or realistic self-assessment. If you're kind to others, and I assume that you are, consider whether you're just as kind to yourself in your thoughts and self-talk. Kindness towards ourselves allows us to provide a positive example for our children. Not to be confused with selfishness or self-indulgence, but maintaining a healthier perspective about challenging situations. This can help them feel more secure. By discussing roles and responsibilities among the adults and perhaps older teens involved in your family system, reassessing expectations as circumstances change, and practicing self-compassionate parenting techniques, you can better manage the challenges associated with your changing family dynamics through all the stages of your family life cycle while providing your child, your children, with unconditional love and ongoing examples of working out the big and small issues of family life. Did you know that adoptive mothers are at higher risk of being a victim of domestic violence at the hand of their teens? And as this goes unaddressed very often, I want to focus on making safety, your safety, a priority. Do you have a safety plan in place? If you don't, go over to dawnbaggett.com and grab my free mini course, Safety First for Second Moms. It'll help get you started in creating your own personal safety plan. Thank you for listening to this episode of Second Moms Circle. You can read the companion blog post and more at the website at dawnbaggett.com. 
Also, please leave a review and follow the podcast if you found this valuable. I'm Dawn Baggett, and as always, keep learning, keep growing, and keep loving.